I always believe that sometimes we have to let the problem surface. Because some, uh, many times um, we try to cover the problem or sweep the problem under the carpet and the bosses didn't see it. So if the bosses didn't see it, they won't know what's the problem. So sometimes it's good to let, to let the problem surface, then only they see there's a problem, then some action can be taken. Trust is one of the most important ingredients of any endeavor. Without it, nothing happens. In this episode of Asian Tide, we discuss with Mr. Yao, who is the group director, people department at Vietjet Air, the airline company. Together, we discuss on how to build a trust-based environment, how he sees agile management, and how to drive a team to go the extra mile. So now at this stage, I would say the, the key things or the so-called one of the important things is on the, the, the agility, the agile mm -hmm. management, whereby the management, they must be able to be flexible enough to, to make changes and movement, right? So from what I can see, um, some of the obstacles that the company is facing now, first of all, they might have too many uh, levels of hierarchy. So sometimes just a, a company can have six to seven levels from the CEO down and so on. So in this case, when we want to, to pass a message or want to move around something, you'll be very slow. And another thing here is also um, companies do need to have policies in order to uh, manage their day-to-day -day operations, but we shouldn't emphasize too much on the policy and shouldn't be tied down with the policy. Because if we have too many policies, Sometimes we don't even remember what policy we have. That's one, one question. <laughs> and second thing is that if the culture of the company is always deferred to the policy, what if something, uh, so-called an incident happened and this incident was not written in the policy, then nobody will know what to do. And either they don't know what to do or they refuse to do because they say that this is not in the policy. So sometimes we do face this type of problem. So I would say, the policy is just a guideline, but it shouldn't be something that we have to follow strictly or without the policy, we cannot move. Sometimes we still need to use our common sense and our logic to run the things. And of course, we so need some uh, empowerment because if there's no empowerment, even though the, the people down there, they know what to do, but they still cannot do because they don't have the power to do it. And if let's say every time they have to uh, always report up and on the top have to go have to organize some meeting and all those things before they come out the decision to come back. If it come out the emergency, it's too late. Mm. So the company must be able to, uh, I would say, not to have too tall hierarchy as flat as possible and must be flexible and must have enough empowerment for the member to run their projects. I see. Yeah. But, but um, giving flexibility mm -hmm. is also mm -hmm. about trusting your employees. Correct. Yes. 
how do you create that environment where you see that the person trusts you and you give trust to the person, to your employees? So how do you create that environment of trust? Okay. First of all, um, like I said, the trust is a two-way thing, right? I cannot say that I trust you means I trust you, right? And But anyhow, uh, there's one so-called the, the old Chinese uh, proverb of saying is that if you want to use the person, you have to trust him. But if you have doubt on the person, don't use him. So in this sense, um, if we hire this person, for example, if I hire somebody to do payroll, this person will have access to all the whole company's payroll information, right? Everybody's salary and so on. So the question is, if I don't trust him, and if I'm afraid that he will able to to leak this information to all the employees, then why should I put him in the payroll in the first place? Mm. So that is one. Um, I will say, sometimes people say, oh, trust need to be earned. But if you hire an employee, a new employee come in, to a certain extent, you need to give the trust first. Because if you wait until he earns his trust, then means for the, for the first few months, he cannot do anything. There's nothing for him to earn. Right. So we have to give some empowerment, some trust for him to do it, whereby we believe that more than 90% of the people are honest, maybe less than 5% are dishonest, but we shouldn't, because of that 5% of the dishonesty people, we give, we let another 95% of the people to suffer. Right. Mm. So that's one way uh, we live Lego, but at the same time, we also need to have some check and balance. So like that's why the company's internal audit and all this thing is quite important because we need to audit the thing from time to time to make sure that um, there's no hanky-panky. And at the same time, also let the people know that uh, somebody is checking from them on them from time to time, right? After that, the third stage, I will say is very important is that if we found somebody who breached the trust of the company, mm-hmm action must be taken against these people so that we can send a right message across. Because um, if they found, they say they, they caught this person um, dishonest and so on, but no action is taken, is taken. Then in this case, other people will just follow and say, Nama, I will still try my luck. If I, got, if I didn't get caught, I will get all the money. If I got caught, maybe the most is just only warning letter or maybe they just uh, warn me something like that but nothing happened so I can still try again but if we have something we, we do a, take appropriate action we send a message across then people will know okay once if I get caught this is the consequences what is your personal drive uh, to go to the extra mile in a project mm, to me in order for me to drive to the extra mile, the most important thing is the, the team members or the people, people around me. Right? Mm-hmm. If the team members, they all have so-called this, uh, the positive attitude, positive thinking and so on. When you go, when you write on this project, you will feel happy, you have this support of positive energy then you can go, go to the extra mile. But if the team members, um, they are all very negative or passive, I would say, regardless of how positive you are, to a certain extent, one day, you'll be influenced by these people. 
So the people around us is very important. Okay. Um, and how can you influence, how can you influence those team members to have a positive thinking? Because you can't force anyone to be positive, right? <laughs> it's, yep. it's like putting pe people in a cage and say, smile. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and if they don't want to <laughs> smile, then they don't smile, right? So how do you do? So um, the, the first thing, of course, we have to walk the talk. It means we will have to show our own positive attitude first. And I try to be, um, to be cheerful and also give them um, the so-called the right guidance and all those things. Mm -hmm. This is the thing that we can, we can do. But if we started with uh, passive or negative things, then it's very difficult to drive them. But if they, if they see that, oh, my leaders are doing this with this so-called, this positive attitude, positive style. So hopefully more will be able to influence them to improve mm -hmm. in this area as well. So I, again, back to the earlier, what I mentioned that from the top is very important. Normally the, the people down there, they will follow what the top is doing. Stay tuned for our next episode of Asian Times coming out every Tuesday. Bye-bye.